Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to the froth, a place to let your brain slip into something more comfortable, a spa break for the mind. Are you sitting frothily? Then we'll begin. I'm comedian husband Rod Gilbert. I'm comedy writer wife Shan Harris. That's Rosie, a dog. And this is. The Froth. Yesterday's non news today. There is some occasional fruity language and content. The headlines this week. Radio host has false sex live on air and her dad thinks it's really cool. Sounds like monkeys. (laughs) It's my shagging noise. (laughs) Oh my god. Lucky Sean. Yeah. Sean, it's your headline. Uh, Yes, I'll try it. Just being sick. Deranged Beagle buys Barry twice while riding his bike. That sounds like the Beagle was riding his bike. Barry was riding his bike. Deranged Beagle bit him twice. Woman breaks into dentists and pulls out unsuspecting patients' teeth. Scientists find cure for ear cheese. Incredible. Rod, Sean and Barry whinge about their own terrible decision to try to record podcasts in a house surrounded by incredibly noisy building work. And dogs everywhere. And bloody dogs everywhere. Sean lies about conning the tooth fairy with a bit of hamburger gristle. It's not lying. And Rod overdoses on TCP. And those are the headlines. Now then, uh, this is the uh, Froth Podcast, just the three of us in the room. Sean Harris. Hello. Mary Castagnola. Hello. Barry. Producer and guest, Sean Harris. Co-presenter, Rod Gilbert. <laughs> Present, presenter, Rosie, on the floor, on my left foot. We're good to go. Uh, nice to see you in go- such close proximity. Hmm? Nice to see you in such close proximity. I, really I find it very though. odd doing it like this. It I is weird. Like, yeah. I find it. We've done 36 episodes of uh, one seasons one, two, and three. If you've uh, haven't checked those out, check them out. Where we were in lockdown, Sean and I did it in the basement or wherever we found ourselves in the world. Barry was on Zoom, and we had other people on Zoom and things like that. Now we come to do it in the same room. I can't do it. I don't well, like you there. I'll, I'll let the uh, the listeners like know. We, we we tried to. We, we've been. We're, we're down in in Wales. And we tried to record a few, and yeah. due to Various technical issues, overheating. I'll tell you what some of the builders, problems are. I list some of the problems. One is skips keep arriving outside. There's a skip arriving as we speak. There. Yeah. Secondly, Rosie barks every time a skip arrives. Yeah. I mean, this is already pretty much impossible. It hasn't been successful so far. Let's be honest. It's fun. In lockdown, this was easy. Can I just get a f-ing sentence out, Rosie? Rosie. Oh, darling. <laughs> 
more barking. It's <laughs> <laughs> out sick. There's a delay on it. <laughs> Really funny, you do it. What a week we have had, ladies and gentlemen, on the Froth Podcast. You're a stressful <laughs> week. Let's talk about it. It's, We're in a house with seven like builders, six electricians, five bottom. plumbers. It's like Crinkly Bottom. <laughs> I've got enough, I can't cope. <laughs> There's a skip arriving. I mean, Jesus Christ. It was bad. It was slightly bad planning. It, it was very bad. This was bad terrible, planning. but we came down, down to Wales. Let's some down in Wales when we got the builders in. And, and next door, <laughs> I've got tree surgeons in uh, cutting yeah, down yeah. really <laughs> old, massive trees. Next door, I've got tree surgeons in cutting down five massive dead trees. Massive, hundreds of well, dead trees. Were they dead trees. before they cut them? <laughs> I don't, um, no, they were perfectly fine. Then, then after that, they go quiet for a bit. They chop a tree down. You go, <laughs> really timber, and you go, oh, okay, let's try and record a bit of podcast. Oh, hang on a minute, they've got the wood chipper in. <laughs> the skip arriving. There's another arriving at the back. <laughs> I mean, how yeah. much rubbish have you got? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Barry and Helen have come down for the week to record podcasts on the same week that we're having massive loads of work done to that. Massive loads of work. I've never done this much work. We're yeah. literally putting an entire new drainage system. And they're felling a wood. We've got a pecker out there. A pecker going down through concrete. Really? We're just trying to record this quickly while they sit in their van and on their lunch hour. <laughs> Really quickly, we've got to be, I can see how much he's got left of his sandwich outside sitting in the van, that builder. We've got about, we've got about one sandwich left and about half a bag of what's-its to get this, bang this podcast out. Well, meanwhile, so, the skip is arriving. The skip's arriving over there. Terrible idea, terrible, terrible idea. Really stressful week, horrible. Barry and Helen are staying in a shepherd's hut no. because of all the work going on the house, there's no room. I've been sleeping in the lounge. You're so sleeping every, on an well, airbed. On an airbed in the conservatory. So every morning at 7am, loads of builders are looking in at me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no, There's no curtains. There's no curtains. You're on an airbed in the lounge, so yeah. all the builders arrive and just look in at your tits. The builders, <laughs> the builders think you're just rowing every night, yeah. going, why is she? Why, is why she, are they in why separate beds? You're sleeping on in an airbed in here because you're not well at the moment oh. and you get very hot at night, and so and Rosie gets in the so bed. I'll so I'll sleep in a conservatory. Oh, God. <laughs> So you're sleeping in the conservatory. Barry and Helen are in a shepherd's hut over there, a little shepherd's hut, which is... Which is lovely. It's lovely for one person for one night or something like that, but for Barry and Helen plus the world's biggest dog. <laughs> now then, that was bad enough. But then last night... Oh, no, so then uh, we go for a lovely walk. We've had a lovely time. We've done some we sea swimming. Oh, lovely time. Beautiful part of the world, right? Pembrokeshire. Not successful podcasting. Just not very productive Terrible podcasting. Terrible podcasting. Building time. work's going really well. Thank you very much. Yeah, the building work is going well. We've had some lovely sea swims. We've been kayaking. Lovely yeah. walks. Beautiful scenery. Lovely weather. Beautiful. But then we go for a little walk the other day, and Helen says, Hey, I found Alan's. Alan's discovered a new favourite food. <laughs> I said, What's that? She goes, Grapes. He can't get enough of them. I was like, <laughs> You know grapes are poisonous for dogs. She was like, what? Oops. I said, grapes are poisonous for dogs. It's like onions and chocolate and all that. What? Yeah. Did you not know that? Yeah, I did. Right. <laughs> not when I used to have a dog, though. The family dog used to eat everything. Oh, in the old days, like in the no, 80s. No, don't do this. I'm not lying. I know what you're going to say. In the, in the 80s, old days, dogs used to 80s, eat chocolate and grapes. In the 80s, my uncle used to give uh, like, um, the sheepdog like old, whatever was left from the box of Black Magic. <laughs> you know, at Christmas time. No, Black it, Magic like, is okay, I think. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> all right, okay. Yeah, some chocolate. Only the right. orange ones. Yeah, it definitely stuff. be coffee and orange. Yeah, the, the ones, the ones that nobody wanted. We'll just shout Black for one over the noise of the skip, right? skip being taken away. Is it arriving or going? It's they, well, they take one and they bring another one. It's endless. It's adding another layer to the podcast, though. It they is. Take, they take the skip it's away texture. and they drop a clean skip off, an empty one. That's All right, okay. Every five It is minutes. interesting. That's skip number 20. Skip number 20 <laughs> this week while we've been trying to podcast. <laughs> anyway, the point is, 
Helen fed Alan, your dog, massive dog, who's sleeping in a shepherd's hut, grapes. Yeah. Now then, about I said, five, how many grapes does he have? About five on the spin. Yeah. And she said, oh, he was loving them. Five oh, grapes he had. Alan. Right? Not supposed to have grapes. Poisonous. Oh. Barry's like, oh, God. He Eve. relays the news to Helen. Helen's crying. Helen's in tears. Yeah. Upset because she's fed her dog yeah. poison. They, they were the words <laughs> she actually said. <laughs> I fed them to him. Oh, I said, look oh, at him, he's fine, he's a does. massive dog. Five grapes aren't even going to touch the sides. <laughs> that dog could literally go into Tesco's, eat all their grapes in a, in a Tesco Extra. You could go to a vineyard. Tesco extra. You could go to a vineyard, just sauntering up and down. He could, eat, he could, he could clean Wine the vineyard tasting. of his grapes. Wine tasting. Yeah, yeah. Go upstairs, try yeah. some clothes on. And then, <laughs> and then <laughs> drink a bottle of wine. A bottle of wine Lord, with a bar large. of chocolate in front of the TV <laughs> and a bag of onions. It'd still be fine, that dog. I, I, I left you at half past 12 last night, one o'clock yeah. this morning, something like that. Outside the shepherd's there, you were really worried about the grapes and he'd, and he'd been anxious in the shepherd's house, so he'd eaten the floor mat. That's the other thing. Yes. You know the welcome Silent. mat we had in the... Yeah. Yeah, eating that. Dog anyway, last night I went to so bed. I started I, panicking when we were at the You were panicking last night. I said, look at him, that is not an ill dog. You were like, yeah, but he's licking that grass, he's eating that grass. I said, Rosie does that all the time. All he was the time. licking the that grass. He not, was chomping down the grass right, like, a, down like a hungry cow. He mowed the lawn, effectively. <laughs> yeah. And then... He was, actually. <laughs> Barry, Barry had his hind legs up in the air. <laughs> Beautiful strip. It's like Wimbledon, aren't they? <laughs> uh, and I said, that is not an ill dog. That is not an ill dog, I said confidently, and I strolled off to bed confident in my analysis. Yeah. And then uh, talk us through the night, Barry. Okay, so cut to about... In the shepherd's hut. About 15 door? minutes later, and... Oh, hang um, on a minute, the building noise is... Uh, so that must be the skip. I close the door? Quick, somebody's... Oh, yeah, shut the door, be good. <laughs> Well, it's a bit late <laughs> now, isn't it? Let's, let's get more of a sweat on. It's a bit late now. In, the, in this sun trap. We are in a conservatory that is built for tomatoes, not for people. <laughs> anyway, this morning, we've taken Alan to the vets where he has been pronounced dead. <laughs> he hasn't. <laughs> he hasn't. He's had a clean bill of health. He's, He's fine. Well, they've fine. given him, yeah. They've, they've, As I said last night, they've given him an antisickness Just in case, they've given him an anti-sickness injection and... Yeah. Sends him on Which his is way. good because you're going on a long journey and he does get carsick. Uh, now then, uh, you, do you want your first frothy story? Yes, yes please. please. Woman. It's always woman, isn't it? Woman. Makes you realise when you uh, read. Yeah, John, uh, were you yeah, about yeah. to sing the John Lennon? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Name that tune too. Express. Lovely song. <laughs> Please believe in unravel in your dead and woman. woman. I okay, that's enough. Come on. Explain. Woman. I never met I'll tell you what, I can't, I can't explain this one. Pain. Well, talking of pain and explaining things, yeah. I can't explain this woman. Ah, oh, good. Well done. Woman. Pulled that round well. This woman. Woman breaks into dentist and pulls 13 teeth from clueless patient. <laughs> <laughs> what? And when they say clueless, he's thick as shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> a Nevada woman, right? Which is which is just a woman from Nevada. Yeah, yeah. I know that. As far as I know. It's not like, yeah. A Nevada woman was arrested for breaking into a dental office. <laughs> oh, she, she stole some cash, right? right? And you kind of go, fair enough. Okay. It's a burglary. She's yeah. a thief. She probably needs money. Fallen on hard times. Did this person have gold teeth or gold caps or something? Well, she got she broke in, stole some, stole their cash, and then pulled out more than a dozen teeth from an unwitting patient. That's isn't that? Hang on, isn't that all teeth? <laughs> no. How many, how many teeth have we got? I don't know. Twenty. Count them. 
I, I, Use your tongue. I mean, I, I don't know how many teeth I've got. Oh, your face canting your teeth with your own tongue is so te- funny. How many teeth have you got? Is it 32 or 26? I don't know. No, 32. Isn't it? Let me research it. Nah, we did a bit of producing. But, do a bit of producing, Barry. See, I don't know because when I was a kid, when I was a kid, I went in the cow shed next to our house and those metal uh, separating cages, things, bars... Yeah. That they put cow sheds yeah, for yeah. the cows to stand between. Yeah. Big, huge metal. But I was standing on one of them. Oh, no. And I slipped, like a cartoon thing, and fell and landed. On your teeth. Oh, my God. Landed on my front teeth, I got. All oh, yeah. my front Ugh. teeth. No, all of them. Came out. We're out. Really? So I was just a massive gum around there. Blood everywhere, blood of oh, that. Oh, that's right. I looked down, and the worst of the worst bit, all my teeth were in the cow shed. In like, like oh, proper, sloppy God. cow shed. The last place you want them. I picked them all up. Oh. So I don't know what I was thinking. I took I took him home. I don't know what I was thinking. I th- I think put him under your pillow. <laughs> I didn't. My mother threw him in the bin. a small fortune. Here. I didn't put him under. My mother threw him in the bin. They were covered in cow shit. Yeah, no. Arguably, she could have rinsed them off. But there we are. Um, I can tell <laughs> you how many learn. teeth we got. <laughs> you know, oh my next time. God. How many teeth you got? I'm all over it. Thirty-two. Thirty-two. There Is are thirty-two it? adult teeth in that? total. Twelve more than in the baby set. Popular ah. question, when I googled it, popular question is, yeah. people, bit of fun. people, people also ask, bit of fun. why do I only have 28 teeth? What do you think the answer to that would be? Well, I, I know what the answer is. Go on. Well, I had four taken out a few years ago. And what? which ones did you get taken out? Well, I don't know, they're gone now, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, but what, which, what oh. teeth do you normally have taken out? Oh, I don't know, there were just two the of them back there, two up there. The wisdoms? No. No, yeah. No, I went in, I, I had too many teeth, right? I had about 45 <laughs> or something. 45 to 50 teeth. No, That's a conservative no, estimate. No, your mouth is just too small. <laughs> eh? Your mouth is too My small. My mouth is the right size. No, it's not. For what? Well, for it, it's got it's got everything I need in there. It's got tongue, <laughs> teeth, uvula, tonsils. tonsils. I've got no tonsils. I had. I went in, I had too many teeth, and a bloke <laughs> said, I'm going to take those out. And he went, a bloke. We, won't, we won't do four of them in one day, that'll be too much for you, right? Yeah. And this was him. He literally gave me an injection or something. Yeah. Right? So I was like all, but just a local anaesthetic thing. Yeah, it's horrible. Right? Then Ooh. he climbed on top of me, <laughs> literally climbed on top of me. I was in the dentist chair. He was he kneeled on my chest, got a pliers, oh my what God. looked like a pliers, and he went, I guess, he put it in there and he went, <laughs> Oh, don't. <laughs> I'm going to do this in real time, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Please don't. I've already been sick today. Please. It's horrible. Then he went over the other side. (laughs) Kneeled on my chest again and he went. Can you stop it? Two of them now. I'm like. And he goes, oh, we're here now. We might as well do it. (gasps) You did all of them. Number four. Oh, they're quicker. Oh, my God. I went on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they were quicker. Well, he'd he'd, he'd warmed up. He'd warmed up by this point. He had a bit of wriggle room in there. (laughs) He'd warmed up by this point. I had exactly (laughs) the same teeth taken out before I had my brace put in. The last one, he just just pressed it and it popped out like a... Like an SD card. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was an SD card. <laughs> he just pushed it in and it Your popped out. Your mouth was so full of rubbish, love. It was an SD it card. It probably was. Like, USB, my, my teeth were like this, this big, this long, because the roots Don't went up. Don't be so stupid. They were. It was Pam Llewellyn who took them out. Our I, lovely Pam Llewellyn was my dentist. Our childhood dentist. Pond right. Street. Yes, loved it. Put it High there. Five. High five. Pond Street kids. When she left out on the dentist. When she took my teeth out, I had two teeth taken out. So when she took them out, they were here. I had white lines there where they'd come white. out. Like, that's what the right. song's about. Like, it's about me getting a brace. <laughs> Pond Street dentist. Pam. Llewellyn. 
Right. No. Yeah, but it was horrific. Awful. Anyway, this woman did 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 thirteen. <gasps> <laughs> they said they said look pulls thirteen teeth from clueless patient underneath now is more than a dozen, one more, <laughs> more than a dozen teeth from an unwitting patient. Oh, he's unwitting. Oh he's not clueless. God, a laurel, Eich, who is not a dentist. It says. <laughs> what? <laughs> Otherwise, it wouldn't be a story, would it? I mean, it'd be fine if, if dentist breaks into dentist and pulls thirteen teeth. Is that teeth her out. name, or is that the the unsuspecting I'll person saying her name? <laughs> no, I'll read on. Laurel Eich, who is not a dentist, allegedly told the Washoe County Sheriff's Office that she extracted thirteen teeth of an unwilling patient, unwilling as well as unwitting and clueless, <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> unwilling patient by using anaesthetic. Why was there? Why was the dentist shut? With a patient still in the chair. <laughs> and <laughs> all the tools laid out. Yeah. Or oh, really did she creepy. just wait until the dentist left the room and yeah. then break in right, specifically into that little surgery? <laughs> it's weird, yes. isn't it? Broke into the dental office. There's just a patient sitting there. Uh, with just mouth, so, so clear that he'd forgotten to leave when the dentist was going to move. <laughs> He's like, can I spit now? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh. That's the only impression I can do. It's good. Why is it? Coffee maker? No, it's the dental assistant removing the moisture from your mouth. Oh, oh with the little you tube. Can't spit. With a tube. Oh, didn't you get it? With the little tube, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes like well, a they hoover. Well, they just hook and just leave it in You there. know when the curtains get stuck in the hoover or something? Yeah. Sometimes you yeah. get your tongue stuck in it. I can do that. I can do that bit. Okay, what's it? Go okay. on. Here we go. Hang on, I've got to get it right. <laughs> Really good. That is, I call that dentist, dental hygienist, dental assistant, uh, removing saliva from dental patient with gum sticking moment. Yeah, you probably need a snappier title. Yeah, let's get back to the Nevada woman. She said she broke into the dental office where she used to work. Okay. Oh, this makes sense. The incident. It doesn't Sorry. make sense. Then why is there a patient? Why is there a patient in there? That's what doesn't make sense. Oh, to well, me. oh yeah. Oh, now I know why she took thirteen. Yeah, this does make sense. She has, she has a motive now. It still doesn't make sense. The incident came to light as police were investigating a third of May break-in at a dental office. Well, hang on. The person. Why is there a patient it? in the chair? And why is he not reported? Why has it taken this long? <laughs> hang on. Something fishy going on here. Is some bloke just going? Oh yeah. Someone came in, did thirteen, <laughs> climbed through the window, took out thirteen of my teeth. But I won't report that. But why is, why is the patient in the chair in the first place? I the dentist know. is closed. That's mad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Police were investigating a third of May break-in at a dental office on Sun Valley Boulevard. Officers found a broken window and an open door. Hang on, turn the page. Uh, an and open a door patient. at the site of the burglary with $22,861 in cash and checks stolen. The sheriff's office said in a news release, I don't understand why there was a patient sitting in the chair when the top <laughs> dentist was shut. <laughs> also, it sounds like they're doing a good trade there. Uh, <laughs> after the investigation, she told the detectives she'd also broke in to perform the tooth extractions. What? A 42-year-old woman was arrested on Wednesday and charged with two counts of burglary <laughs> and one well, count what? each. Hang on, one count for teeth? Imagine, yeah. Two counts of burglary. Yeah, one for and cash, one, one for teeth. Each of grand larceny, conspiracy to commit burglary, and perform surgery on another without a medical license. Is that a crime? This, this answer. <laughs> I mean, it should be. Is that a crime? Well, is it a crime? You can't go around nicking teeth. <laughs> but you know what I mean. The well, out let's there. do a hypothetical situation. I'll go round to the neighbours now, sir, <laughs> and I'll just I'll just sit on him and remove his tonsils. <laughs> is that a crime? Do you think? Probably. Right. The woman had allegedly performed illegal tooth extractions before. <laughs> oh, my God. 
It is not known what she did with the teeth or why she pulled them out. <laughs> Fluffing <laughs> I'll tell you, I think I know why. She's batshit. But also, why is the guy in the seat? <laughs> why? And why is he not reported there? That's the bigger question. Is is why the there was a question. patient sitting there to, to be operated on in the first place? Why? Why? I mean, it, does say, it does say uh, in the headline from clueless patient. I mean, how I mean, clueless have you got me to just sit there all night and wait? <laughs> That's mad. That. Now then, here's an interesting theory, though, isn't it? Would the tooth theory pay out on those? No. That's I an interesting, sh- interesting no, philosophical... because they know everything. Yeah, but their job is to not to ask questions, isn't it? In, in, no, it isn't. Their job, they ask <laughs> questions all the time. Does the t- what, what do you mean the tooth fairy's job <laughs> is to not ask questions? Well, they ask questions all the time. Tooth fairies? Don't they work with Santa Claus? If you put in teeth under your pillow, right? The tooth fairy pays out. That's the deal. It's not like, oh, where do these come from? Whose teeth are they? How do you get them? Were they done in a moral way? I once put a bit of... You're not going to believe this, but this is true. Oh, of course I'm not going to believe it. I once put a little bit of... Oh, hang on. I bet the builder... I don't know uh, what it was. Hang on. Is he pouring another cup of tea or is he he putting the cup on the top of the I was once eating... um, Finder's beef we're, burgers. We're running out of time. Come on, quickly. Okay, I was, I was quickly. once the eating Finder's beef burgers their for dinner. supper. I was eating Finder's beef burgers for supper when I was a kid, and I and I um, bit on something that was quite hard, and I don't know what it was, like a bit of gristle, but it was a bit whitey and a bit grey, mm, and I pretended that it was my tooth, and I and I went, oh my god, look, my tooth's come out to my mum, and I got fifty p out of it, and it wasn't. It was a bit of weird burger. A bit bone. of gristle. Yeah, a bit of gristle. <laughs> but my mum. I mean, uh, nobody I comes gone, out well of that story, do they? No, well... You don't come I out do. well because you were a little con artist. Your mother doesn't come out well because nah. she can't tell the difference, difference between, between a daughter's teeth and a piece of gristle. And a piece of meat. No, the tooth fairy looks like a right yeah. mug. Yeah. And Finders come out really badly. I got 50 pence out of it. I got 50p. Other burgers are available and... let we. I don't think it was Finders, it was Birdseye. Birdseye, was it? Yeah. Oh, Finders come out quite well then. So we're, so we're covered, we're yeah. all right. <laughs> <laughs> Legally recovered. <laughs> burgers in the past, sometimes burgers, this is just a little yeah. disclaimer now, legal disclaimer, burgers sometimes did have little bits of gristle. You can't argue with that. So as a little girl, when I was a little girl, I, fe- I once fell asleep with a bit of gristle under my pillow going, please let me have a <laughs> gift ah, from the fairy. Ah, ah, now here we go. Now what? here we go. And the tooth fairy paid up. Yeah. See? Because you don't job question. Is not, you don't ask That's questions. That's true. Yeah, but the tooth fairy has got some sort of professional everything. standards. You can't. The tooth fairy can't be going <laughs> uh, around just put, anyone putting anything under their, yeah. their pillows. Yeah, bit, well, bit at of... a glance, if you fooled your mum, well, you shouldn't fool the tooth fairy. She should be an expert. She should know teeth from crystal. Uh, I mean, listen, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to crush any dreams, but I think, oh, she, I think she might have fooled her mum twice if her mum paid up. <laughs> don't tooth fairies take the teeth and go go away and make Which little ivory sisters? Sean's mum, the tooth fairy. <laughs> I think she might be. Don't. So um, tooth fairies take their take teeth and go away and build little castles and stuff out of them, and that's what they live in. So Disgusting. somewhere there's I a castle made out of teeth. I don't think that's true. Being propped up by a tiny bit of gristle. <laughs> I don't think it's a nightmarish vision. Now, do we think the tooth fairy paid out here? Yes or no? No. No, because she's a grown thief. Okay. A grown thief. <laughs> End of story. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Right. Uh, radio host. This one, I gotta get this one off the internet. Come on, love. He's eating a tangerine now. Oh God, he's on his. <laughs> he's having an after eight. He's not gonna be long about. <laughs> <laughs> he's nearly finished his lunch. <laughs> after they eight. brought out the after eights. Come on. Radio host has sex with swinger on air. What? And says her uh, dad thinks it's really cool. Her dad? Whoa, now, whoa, this whoa, is whoa. an interesting one. If the last story raised questions around ethics of the tooth fairy, this one raises all sorts of broadcasting ethics. A journalist from Denmark could be heard moaning. Uh, Ooh, that's not Danish. moaning. Oh, no, mo- moaning is more like, oh. Now, moaning is what you do, like, about... Well, go on, you when the dog when the dog jumps up on the sofa and stuff. <laughs> yeah, oh, get us dirty paws up. That's moaning. Isn't it? That's the kind of yeah. moaning you do doing sex. <laughs> uh, not. Is this going to go on forever? Oh yeah, I sound like the woman from Brief Encounter. Have you got a smaller one? <laughs> That's what you say to me. Okay. A journalist from Denmark could be heard moaning. <laughs> a radio host left listeners in shock as she had sex with a man she was interviewing while on air. Journalist Louise what? Fisher, twenty-six put a feature out about swingers. She was doing a live broadcast on Danish radio about swingers. Right. 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 She went to a swingers club. Right. And then she could be heard moaning while chatting to the man during the two-minute segment on national radio in Denmark. Okay. She told a German newspaper, Bild, that the fact she doesn't have a boyfriend made the job much, inverted commas, easier for her. Right. Right. Hasn't got a boyfriend. When it comes to the reaction of her parents, she said, my mother thinks it's funny and laughs, which is what quite often people do when they think something's funny. Yeah. In, in Denmark, same. <laughs> my father over. thought it was really cool. I don't believe that. Well, I don't believe that. So I mean, we, we haven't got kids. So it's difficult to say, isn't it? We've all had parents, though. We've all had parents, <laughs> one time or another. <laughs> and I'm just trying to think, if my dad was listening to me having sex on the radio... <laughs> Because back in the old Radio Wales days... <laughs> that was frowned upon, wasn't it? Yeah, but I, me and Corky were always at it. <laughs> I used to nosh him off sometimes. Oh, my God. Yeah. During a record. Yeah. During Q, Tiger Q, Feet. Q, Q yeah. <laughs> We were on Radio Wales 11 till 1, back in the early days, when Owen Money would hand over to us. Quite often, we were in the middle of it when he'd hand over. <laughs> wow. I'd, yeah. I would okay. have, I'd have my mouth full. Quite often when he handed over to us, the jingle would come on. Rod Gilbert, live on Radio Wales. And I go, water, everyone. And then I'd have to play it. That's why I played a track usually straight away as soon as I came on air. Because I was usually noshing, noshing cocky off. 
And my dad would often be listening and he used to text me like emojis and really cool and stuff like that. <laughs> She so text me the sun with the, the, with the, the sunglasses. sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> Miley face with the sunglasses on. <laughs> oh, he loved it. He loved listening to us. Sometimes too. a cucumber. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes an aubergine. He loved all that, oh my dad. My God. Despite being blind, not listening to the show and not having a uh, smartphone. He loved all that. No. The aubergine was splashing. More into Russian politics. He used to send me an aubergine with headphones on. That's what he used to <laughs> and, a, a, and a thumbs up. Big old cool sign. Coolio, he used to send me. Coolio. <laughs> yeah. Louise Fisher, 26. She's the journalist. Her X rated interview was set up to mark the reopening of the Swingland Club near Copenhagen. Copenhagen? Copenhagen. 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 Unless yeah. you're from there. Yeah, they call it Copenhagen, so that's why. I'm oh, a yeah. Bit, well, a bit more seeing it, Yeah, guys. yeah, that's true. Ba- well, a bit more international than you guys. Yeah. As the country relaxed restrictions amid the coronavirus pandemic. Too much, by the sounds. Yeah, right. The venue relaxed. had been closed. Um, so, the radio station tweeted out a tweet saying, warning about this show, it gets hot and wet for both our reporter and the guests. Oh Host Louise admitted that her controversial segment had divided opinion. She said most responses were very positive. They thought it was brave and cool. Others think I've crossed a line in journalism. Now, what do you two say? What has she done? She's had sex with this is what the guests. She, she was with guests at the Swingers Club for a few hours. Right, so yeah. she was interviewing them. She was interviewing them about swinging. Right. About the world, the okay. lifestyle. Right. The pros and cons. Right. Yeah. Then there was a... She was there for hours, but when it went out on air then, it was only a two-minute segment. Yeah, so they kind of so they edited cut it down. It down. Two and they made kept a little, that, a little package. But they kept that in. <laughs> yeah. She said they'd all sat and chatted over a glass of wine before moving over to a large bed. <gasps> Rosie. Oh, Rosie likes this story. Oh, there's an electrician arriving. Thanks, Rosie. The head's up. Right. They all sat and chatted together over a glass of wine at the bar before moving to a large bed. Then she said, Fisher said, we didn't plan to have sex during the pro... <laughs> Yeah, Rosie, that's the other electrician. <laughs> right? They've got branded tops on. They've been here all day. You know who they are. Oh, Rosie. Right? One of them patted you on the head earlier, remember? Right. Yeah, you do, right. Okay, good. Right. Fisher said she didn't plan to have sex during the broadcast, adding, for me, it's very natural. It's part of my job to give an insight into a world that not everyone has access to. Right? She also said it relaxed the guests. But hang on, it, it would have initially been quite nervous about taking part in the interviews. What? Well, hang on, though. Did she have one sex person with that... them first? I don't know how many people she had it off with. No, but did did she sleep with them <laughs> first right, and then have a conversation or what? I I, the, I don't know the exact order, <laughs> but panting could be heard in the background throughout the segment as she spoke to her throughout. guests. Throughout. So I think she's interviewing people. They're having sex in the club. Then she has sex with one or more of them. Then she, when she asked one male guest about his experiences at the club, they could be clearly heard having sex. The station's head of news, Tina Kragerland, said that Fisher had the company's backing. The, this is the boss. She said, I feel like it's... I feel like I just think it's cool when journalists try to make the stories in a different way. Fisher added, yes, I enjoyed the sex, but it wasn't the best sex of my life. <laughs> no wonder you're working at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> trying to find a the, report. Sorry, like, trying to find a pen. Yeah, the men in this club are very polite and very considerate. I felt like a goddess. Oh, that's nice. They make nice. you feel very special, she said. Now then, what do we make of this? Has it crossed a line in journalism? Um, Are you? Do you find yourself being prudish about it? 
No. Conservative? I don't think or I'd Or do you want... find yourself going, good on it, fine. I don't think I'd want to hear it. I don't like hearing people kiss. Yeah. By the way, coming up uh, coming up next is a story about ear cheese. <laughs> <laughs> if it's all too racy for you, skip forward a bit. <laughs> this is too racy for you. We've got a lovely story about ear cheese coming up next. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> okay, I don't mind hearing about this woman shagging swingers. Good luck. Good luck to her. That's what I say. Good luck to her, you say? Yeah. What do you say, Sean? I think it's a, yeah, I think uh, interesting. I don't see, see, but I don't I don't see it. what it added to the thing. That's the thing where you go, this gives an insight into a world that people don't have access to. Once you've talked about it, people, once you get the idea of going, nobody's sitting at home going, so what, so hang on a minute. <laughs> what, so, so people go to this club. People the know swingers club, you're calling it, Swingland. So I'm, I can't, I'm not getting it, Louise. So people go there. People know what sex uh, is. Strangers, and they have sex, right? I don't get it. Okay. Oh, hang yes. on a minute. In the background. And you go, oh hang God. on. It's just clicked. But I got it now. I get also, it now. It's still, it's on to radio. To me, it doesn't add anything. It's on radio. So you're yeah. still not getting a massive insight. Are you? You're going, what's she doing? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's distracting. It's like, what? I don't see what insight it gives you particularly. Having the sex bit. But then I suppose then she's more able to talk about her experiences and bring it to life that way. So maybe... Uh... Yeah, but it's not a normal experience if you go there to make a, to do a, a radio report and you end up shagging them, and that's not normal. But also, did did she actually say, by the way, I'm having sex or I've just had sex, or, or did, or did some... people just notice afterwards? I think it was pretty obvious. <laughs> how? Or they heard, how? Yeah. They heard this. Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Well, in Danish. <laughs> right. yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Is probably not. Is it yeah? I don't know. Yeah, bound to be. Very <laughs> minded the Scandinavians so. are. Yeah. I, I, um, I, um, I approve. I say live and let live. I approve. It's up to her. Okay. And if people don't want to hear it, then just don't. Yeah. Okay. There, we ha- there you have it. Very liberal, very liberal panel here today. I don't want to hear it. Oh, you don't want to hear it now? No, but she's allowed to do it. Yeah, I don't Why like hearing people kiss. I'd quite like to hear it. I just don't want to hear it. I'd quite like to hear it. I don't like hearing people kiss and stuff. It's horrible. You don't like hearing people kiss. No. I mean, I'd rather see it than hear it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Why on earth would you want to hear it? Yeah. Well, listen. Talking <laughs> of hearing, right. no one ever bought radio porn. <laughs> <laughs> I did actually. <laughs> yeah, more's a pity. We tried that, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> that was a failed venture. <laughs> <laughs> we tried that. Forty minutes of hearing somebody trying to fix the boiler. <laughs> Skips being delivered. Somebody skimming leaves off the top of a pool. (laughs) (laughs) Right, time now for a new feature. A brand new feature. I'm launching it today. I've decided. It is called The Hotel. The Hotel is our new feature. Sean and I, where were we going? I can't remember. I can't remember. You'd booked a hotel (laughs) near... An airport which shall remain nameless. Yes. Which I thought was really uh, thoughtful. Because we had an early start, very early flight. Yes. Yeah. Very so we booked a hotel flight. near the airport, obviously. Near the airport. And uh, yeah. for some reason, we ended up in the pub the night before. And whilst we were in the pub having food, we were like, oh, God, we're going to miss... We're going to miss the way... I can't remember. I can't what remember we, what happened. We're going to be too late to get to this hotel. Oh, God, let's not bother. Let's just go that's up not, really that's early not like you, That's not like you two. That's not, yeah. is it? Like, yeah, it was really out of character. Yeah. And, um, Supposed to be at a hotel for an early <laughs> flight, go to the pub. Sean yeah. had booked us into the hotel. So I, I, for some reason, I can't remember why even, but I Googled it, right? There was 1,173 reviews marked as terrible. <laughs> <laughs> out of how many? I mean, 
I said a good I, number. I, 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 there were like, well, there were about four good ones. <laughs> <laughs> this is a new feature, the hotel, where I will occasionally read reviews from this place. I can't believe this place is still open. So somebody's been here twice, have they? <laughs> so annoying we have to rate this at even one star. This place doesn't even deserve half a star. I'm so surprised it's still open for paying customers. Why would anyone want to pay to stay in this disgusting, filthy place? Pay a couple of quid more and stay somewhere all right. <laughs> a couple of quid. Pay a couple of quid more and stay somewhere that's all right, somewhere that's been cleaned since 1990. <laughs> Mould, dirty, dusty rooms, dreary, musky-smelling rooms and corridors, dirty bathrooms, sticky, grimy-looking carpets, and unhappy, fed-up-looking staff. It makes me feel ill just thinking about the place. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even advise my worst enemy to stay here. <laughs> Why do people say that? Why do you ever, ever advise your worst enemy about anything? What are you going to be? Just got him in a headlock. <laughs> <laughs> You've got your worst enemy in a headlock. Suddenly they start asking you for hotel recommendations. <laughs> the car park resembles a massive scrappage yard. <laughs> The hotel is so bad, so bad, even the airport bus doesn't come near to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd Why did you book it, Sean? Because Why did you book it was. This place? Well, I didn't read the reviews, obviously, before, but I just thought, oh, it's close. <laughs> and, you know, we're only there for a few hours. Wanton neglect. This is the next review. Like many others, we'll never visit this place again. Some have said you get what you pay for, but that is disregarding basic standards. Had we looked at the reviews before travelling, we would have been able to avoid this experience here. We avoided it. Yeah. My wife was bitten during the night, not by me. <laughs> and, <laughs> and now has two painful lumps on her thigh. The stench of the room was partially adjusted by a can of air freshener. But <laughs> as it was very late, we were, we were bushed, tired, right? So we didn't have the energy to change rooms. The obligatory pubic hair was discovered early on. <laughs> So we slept on top of the bed. It was not possible to walk on the floor as the, ca- as the carpet was so stained and sticky. Oh the my wall heater, God. the wall heater, the, the control of the wall heater was scorched. Oh my God. We could not wait to leave without breakfast and distance ourselves from this building. <laughs> it's so scathing. Oh my God. Accept- <laughs> but we were reading these in the pub going, oh my God, we have <laughs> we were literally it. dodged a bullet. Didn't even go on fucking holiday, I don't think. <laughs> we didn't, we didn't even go on holiday. To, it was enough of a rest. <laughs> we were having such a good time in, in the pub reading the reviews of where we were supposed to be. Didn't they find a wasp? Yeah, the, ones that, the last found- resort was when they found a wasp nest in the room. <laughs> <laughs> in the room. In the room. Oh, Barry, it's hilarious. It gets oh, worse and worse. And not just that, it is year, month after month, year after year of the same yeah. stuff. And every now and True. again, a little hotel, uh, someone who works at the hotel goes, I'm sorry to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> and they're trying to like... Every, it's very every now and it's again. It's so very now and again, <laughs> but just trying to kind of calm people down. <laughs> when we, when we arrived home, this is the same one, want and neglect. When we arrived home, we inspected our luggage in the garden. <laughs> Before allowing it into the house. (laughs) I hoovered everything thoroughly in the hope that we would not be overrun with insects. This so-called hotel is beyond salvation and needs to be demolished. (laughs) Demolished. 
<laughs> not new God. management. <laughs> Tune no. in next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they haven't got a sign outside saying under new management. <laughs> I think it's got a sign outside saying demolished. <laughs> Tune in next time for more from the hotel. That is our uh, our new <laughs> a new feature. We're gonna do uh, one very quick one now, just while the builders. Yeah. I think they're finishing up. I think we got time. I'm gonna say ear cheese. I promised you a story about ear cheese. You did actually. Yeah. Strength. Ear cheese is delivered. <laughs> this is the headline. Ear cheese is the smell caused by your ear piercing. Oh god. That's the headline. Oh. And here's how to fix it. Have you ever had ear cheese? Yeah? No. Not that I know of. Have you ever had your ear pierced? Yeah. Me Look too. Look at me. I've got both. Yeah, me too. You get, did both of you get <laughs> yeah. both yeah. ears yeah, yeah, both. Why? I got mine done in uh, Exeter, in Debenhams in Exeter. In Debenhams. 1988. Soon as I was old, as soon as I left home, did you I go... thought, strike out on my own, independence, I'll freedom. I'll get myself a pair of went, hoops. <laughs> went off to college. First week there. First week there, got my ears pierced. Freedom. I'm an adult. I can do what I want. Parents can't stop you. I'm going to have my ears pierced. I'm going to go to Debenhams. Right, I went to Debenhams in Exeter. <laughs> Got my ears pierced, right? Did two you, in there, two in the left, Dad, one in the right. Afterwards, was oh, I was one did in you each. get like a chili con carne afterwards in the cafe? One in each, what, like a five-year-old girl? Yeah, yeah. And, and, um, and then at one point, at one point, I had a, I had a, um, like a, a I bet you a went piece, to a hairdresser's and I had a piece, had a piece, I had a piece, I had mine done in a hairdresser's. symbol hanging down from one at a one point. symbol? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Barry, how come we didn't know this? Yeah. How come we didn't know this? Okay. I had those happy smiley drugs faces oh, when yeah, I was yeah, nine yeah. years old from Tammy Girl. Like and, an early and emoji. And somebody, yeah, it was. And somebody told me that's drugs, that is. <laughs> and, really? Yeah, and also the um, th- those signs. Yeah, really weird from Tammy Girl. Well, it's weird. It's weird. I I had mine done in Debenhams and Exeter, and then and then I was so worried about them going septic <laughs> that every night I used to soak cotton wool in TCP in my little student accommodation, <laughs> and then soaked my ears Ow. every night. And I used far, far, far too much. What did it hurt? And and both the ears got massively infected. By and, TCP. And by just by using too much of it and rubbing it too much and oh, aggravating it too TCP. much. Exactly. Too much. And 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 then the 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 skin because I just Burn. sort of burnt it off. The skin just peeled away from the front and the backs of my ears. Was just peeling everywhere. So I got the itchies. I was like a, I was like a deli. <laughs> It was, like a, it was like a Tesco cheese counter back there. <laughs> I'd like to have seen you with like a big feather one, like like B.A. Baracus, like Mr. T. Oh, cool. I never had that. I'd like a big old feather. What kind of earrings did you have? I had studs at first, obviously, when you get them first done. The sleeper and ones. And after that... The sleeper ones, and you have oh, to turn yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I fiddled with them too much. Honestly, it was I horrific. Horrific the state of both my ears. It's really, to- I, it's really ha- um, harassing... Oh, what's the word? Uh, harrowing, isn't it? When you're getting your hair done and there's a little girl next to you getting their ears gunned. It hurts. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> like, I did them myself. It really I did them myself with needles. Oh, that's oh, horrible. that's mad. That is horrible. I bet you end up with some ear cheese then. I, I did. Well, like Sandra D in Greece. Yeah. <laughs> it turns out that foul smell, which often comes off the back of your ear piercing, is completely normal. And there's a simple but effective way to fix it. Here we go. As far as piercings go, good old-fashioned earlobe piercings are about as low maintenance as they come. Not mine, they weren't. No. It's a full-time job to hold my ears together for weeks. They've rel- they're relatively quick to heal. Not mine, they weren't. Pretty straightforward to change. I don't know anyone who's got worse by using TCP. Yeah. <laughs> and then you've made it worse. Too much fiddling. I know, but like, that's madness. Hmm. It's like getting ill from Savlon. <laughs> you can get ill if you eat too much Savlon. No, don't eat it. Just ask Alan, he had a whole tube of it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I used TCP. He washed his grapes down with it. <laughs> just, just quick side note: Does TCP go off? Because I, I got, um, uh, I got bitten by a dog the other day riding my bike, and um, <laughs> and I. Right, are you ten? And I put a load of TCP. <laughs> and I put a load of TCP. Is it Alan? No, no, it's a beagle. It's an angry beagle, and it just. Uh, I was you just got bitten by an angry beagle. Yeah, on both shins. It only drew blood on one side. Shins. Yeah, through my jeans. God, back but why to are we only hearing about this now? You got bitten by a dog I twice last week. On, on, on both shins, it did one shin, ran around the side, ran no. around the front of my bike, and then did the other shin. What a chance! How slow were you riding? <laughs> you <are>? How slow <laughs> were you riding? You had to, in yeah, time to go around the front. Caught under the wheel. He came barking at me. I slowed down. Then you bit one shin, ran around the other side, bit the other shin. Yeah, but he went around the, the front. Owner, How slow were you yeah. going? That you, went, you walked around the front of you when you stopped. That a beagle can beat I wish I had it now. Um, and then, and then you the didn't know what he had planned, did you? Oh, sorry, he gets freaked out when people come out of nowhere. I went, come out of nowhere? I've been riding up this lane here. <laughs> lane? Right, I know, I'm on a cycle you lane. Turn, I'm on a cycle lane in the middle of London. <laughs> I've got to be honest with you, my mum's going to tell me off. <laughs> I mean, everybody comes out of nowhere, really, doesn't I've they? I've got to be home in time for crossroads. <laughs> <laughs> I told you my dad, didn't I? I did tell you my dad's story. No? Oh, that, that's hilarious. I probably told him oh, yeah, I think, I think you told probably, me. I'll tell you very briefly because I've probably told him before, but my dad, my mum and dad used to go for walks out near their house in Kamala. My dad used to get bitten by, well, it wasn't even the same dog. Over a period of about 30 years, <laughs> so funny. it was a farm nearby that had <laughs> a dog. successive dogs. A dog. They had a farm dog. Always had a farm dog. It was different dogs, presumably, <laughs> over the years. And every single time my parents walked past it's it, the dog like ran seven, out and bit my dad. Not even the same it's dog. It's like seven generations of dogs. Yeah. <laughs> like it's been handed about, down if you see this yeah. man. About seven generations of dog ran out and bit my Never touched my mother once. But every time they'd run out, they'd run out and bite my dad. And they ripped his trousers almost every time. And then my dad had enough in the, in the, in the 90s or in the 2000s even. 2000s probably. My dad must have been about 70 by this point. And I remember he'd had enough. I've had enough of this. He got out the phone book. Twenty years. Found out the farm, rang him up, and then I, and then I, I heard him demanding a new pair of Little Woods trousers for nine ninety nine. I mean, the dog must have had ten pairs over the years. Dogs. <laughs> dogs. The dogs must have had. I mean, but he was demanding a pair of Little Woods trousers for nine ninety nine replacement so for all funny. the ones he'd lost. But I don't know what happened. To, I don't know what happened to the end of that story. I don't know if he got them or not. As far as piercings go. <laughs> You remember this? Piercings. Yeah. They're all yeah, piercings. Yeah, yeah. Good for you. Right? Ear However, anyone who has ever had their ears pierced will know that when you do choose to change your earrings, it can be smelly. It says, if you don't already know what we're talking about, have a good old whiff of the back of your earring, right? If you don't know what we're talking about. It says, good, now we've got that out of the way, we can get on to talking about the yucky, cheesy earring smell, which has been affectionately nicknamed ear cheese. That's <laughs> affectionate. This is rank. <laughs> Why does the piercing create that smell in the first place? And can we get rid of it? Firstly, ear cheese is completely normal. So okay, everyone let's get that straight. It's caused by oil and dead skin cells, which have been shed and built up between the skin and the jewellery. The skin all over your body, of course the skin all over your body is constantly shedding and being replaced, but spots <laughs> like the back of your ear are less likely to be cleaned. Yeah, that's true. Especially if covered by a piece of jewellery, like an earring. Yeah. Mm. Unsurprisingly, if that oil and dead skin is left to build up, it can get a little bit whiffy, which explains the smell that occurs when you take out your earring. This story's going nowhere. <laughs> Have you read this one through? No. Right. Uh, I mean, it's a slight surprise that you even picked it. Yeah, I mean... I'll, I know it'll be good. I'll jump no, to the end. Ear cheese. Act one, act two, act three. This isn't... I'll jump to the end. Where's the I'll turning point? I'll jump to the end, because if is you remember, I did promise point? you a fix. Yeah. Start oh, yeah. to say a lot of people don't listen to the end of podcasts anyway, so we're all right. <laughs> And those who will be listening will be thinking, yeah, but how do I fix it, Rod? Yeah. My ears stink. Just wash. Oh, my ears stink, Rod. 
th- those who are still listening are invested in the Itchy story. Absolutely. There's no doubt about that. Nobody else. <laughs> if anyone's still here, if you want to eradicate the smell, I mean, you're pretty much right, Sean. Just wash. A simple but effective fix is wash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, brilliant. Awesome. I mean, you can say that about most smells. I mean, you can say that about most smells. <laughs> Which is the frothiest story of the three? Okay, um, radio host. One. Radio host has sex with Swinger on air and says her dad thinks it's really cool. The sort of interesting that. Ear cheese. Yeah, it's, it's, a, <laughs> it's a conversation. Ear cheese can be fixed if you have a watch. Yeah, yeah, that's frothy. Or my favourite woman breaks into dentist and pulls thirteen no, teeth from story. clueless patient. That's new. Oh, that's we still don't know why they were there. If yeah. that happened in your town, you'd be like, what? what? Yeah. I'm Wouldn't actually going to research that further. Yeah. Yeah. I think the cheese one. I agree. Uh, so there we go. Ear cheese is our froth of the week, our frothiest story of the three this week. That's all we've got time for. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And remember, you can find us at the Froth Podcast and our YouTube channel where you'll get extra froth content. Don't forget to like and subscribe and rate us at five stars and spread the word if you enjoyed it. This podcast was a Thlan Bobble Vision production produced by Barry Castagnola at Russell Up Productions. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. WarbyParker.com slash covered.